0: Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with Kaylee for one, have missed you guys. Today, to kick off season two, I have my friend, one of my favorite authors, podcasters, and the co-founder of my podcast network, Miss Annie Downs. Before we get into this episode, I so meant to tell the story of how we met, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now before we get started. uh, We met at a Christmas party at a mutual friend's house years ago, and she walked up to me and said, Kaylee Dickerson. I am Annie Downs, and we have a million friends in common, and we both love Jesus, so I think we would be great friends. (laughs) That is how I met Annie Downs, and by gosh, she was right. I adore this girl, so without any further ado, here's my convo with Miss Annie F. Downs. Before jumping into our very first episode of season two, I have to tell you all about the water jug everybody is raving about, including myself. The hydro jug. It is one of my absolute favorites. It's durable, reusable, holds more than a half a gallon of water, so I stay hydrated all day long. You can choose three different hydro jug options to hydrate with. They're pro hydro jug, stainless, or glass hydro jugs. I have the pro hydro jug and I love it. The bottle is shatterproof, which we all know I need with a toddler running around. It's dishwasher safe, which is everything to me because the Lord knows I do not have time to hand wash dishes. <laughs> I love that it has a handle, it's so easy to carry and drink from. It also has a measurement scale on the side, which I personally love because I love tracking my progress, staying on top of my goals all day long. There's so many different colors and sleeves you can choose from to customize your hydro jug. I had so much fun making mine. Get your hydro jug at www.thehydrojug.com using discount code CWK to get 10% off your order today. Hydro jugs are game changers for anyone on the go. Again, use code CWK at www.thehydrojug.com to get 10% off and start hydrating today. Now to the show.
1: Welcome to Coffee with Kaylee. Kaylee, this is a dream. I'm drinking out of a Coffee with Kaylee mug. We're here in the studio. We really did it. Your podcast is so good. I can't thank you enough for trusting our network to partner with you for making the show that you knew you wanted to make. You consistently in our friendship remind me that to trust your gut on what you think you're supposed to make and to try. So well done you, you thank do that you. really beautifully. So does Russell, but well, thank
0: you for believing in me. Mm-hmm. You're like the greatest champion of all time. Wow, like everyone funny. needs an Enneagram seven, just in their corner <laughs> being like, you got it. Yes. Go, go, go. Yes. I'm so proud of you, yes. you know? And like, you are that like when we first met, okay. I like to start with, well, first I'm not going to forget. Okay. I always forget. How do you take your coffee?
1: Oh, thanks. And this is actually an interesting one. Yeah, this is I interesting- don't take my coffee. <laughs> I drink chai or English breakfast tea. I mean, I wake up like this <laughs> as soon as I'm up for, I need about three minutes of like stretching my body in the bed. And then I am this. And so if we put caffeine on top of this, like yeah. real caffeine, coffee, tea has a little bit, but if we put real caffeine on top of this problem, you know what I thought of today, actually, that's it's such a testament
0: to you is that like you love your life and your job. Yeah. Like this morning, I woke up at like five Yeah, and I was like, I'm so excited for today. Yeah. And I don't always wake up
1: like that. Yes.
0: You know, and I I later, I like I tried to go back to sleep and all this and I was like reading all of first Peter, yeah. you know, I was just yeah. like, what else am I getting? I'm not going to scroll because I don't screw my mind yeah. up for the yeah, whole day. That's the
1: other truth of my day is I sat down in my chair to read my Bible and I looked at Instagram for 30 minutes and yeah. then was like. Hey, you're a dummy. You just wasted your only half hour to connect intentionally with God with nothing else on Instagram. And now you have to get ready. Yeah. And so I also am a dummy. I do that all the time. And I was like, I have to freaking stop. Like, yes.
0: And the Bible app, which we can include in this, the free one on the internet, or like, is the same motion too, which is crazy. Like, you scroll both. Yes. And one fills your soul. Yeah. one And one sucks the life out of your other one. But I, was anticipating. This is probably not a a seven thing. This is a three thing. We're talking Enneagram. You guys know we love it here. I was this morning laying in bed and I anticipate exhaustion. Oh, wow. And so like I will be your whole life or is that seasonal? I think it started when we started touring. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I only have this much time to get sleep or Mm -hmm. like refuel or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I was up and I was like reading and I was actually really enjoying my alone quiet. It was like the Blue early morning kind yeah, of light. That's like yeah. so peaceful. And then I was like, you know what? I am gonna try and go back to sleep because I will end up tired later, and like I have a child to run around after. <laughs> you know, like after we <laughs> have that that three, three map that
1: you just want isn't quite as easy. Exactly, as it was exactly. Rundown. But
0: then it dawned on me at like seven thirty when I was like trying to keep getting an extra ten minutes between yeah. snoozes. Yeah, I was like. I'm so excited for today. Yeah, Russ's quote, he goes, if, if today's not the best day of your life, what are you even doing with your day? And wow. like, that's him. And I was like, you know what? Like I need this podcast and what you've like encouraged me to do and champion me doing brings me so much life. That's what yeah. that whole story is for. Like, I love this. Isn't that like, wild that it brings you life and thousands of other people life? I mean, I love it. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Everyone's like, You know, my mom, she's like, is this too much for you? Because she's coming to help watch my son so I can do it. You know, like, are you wearing yourself too thin? I'm like, no, this gives me life. And this is actually really good for me because it gives me this time with a friend. Yeah, I wouldn't prioritize, I'd be like, you know what? I'll probably be too tired.
1: Yes, that's right. And I wouldn't normally at nine 30 in the morning be like, yeah, let's hang out for an hour Yes, because I have work and you have work. And so (laughs) that's one of the things I love about doing podcasts too, is you go like, here's a scheduled hour with someone that I want to talk to that I wish the rest of my life had time Mm -hmm. for, but neither of our lives have a ton of time for an hour in the morning. No. And, and so, with friends. And that's funny. We Last
0: time we were together on your podcast, yeah. so it was the launch of my podcast, yes. we were in a totally different season. Yeah. We had just both walked through our tours being canceled. Yes. We were devastated. We, we cried. cried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now here we are. And now we, I just got done with tour, and yes, y'all are and right in the middle. We have our last... No, we have our last one. Well, oh, oh, last of this tour. Yeah. You know, yeah. country's so weird. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we have this tour, and then we're hopping on Tim McGraw tour, yes. and then... After I watched
1: 1883, I am dying to come out to a show <laughs> i just need to be in the presence of him i mean i've loved Tim McGraw and faith hill forever my whole life did you watch it no you watch it? oh i'm terrified he's great he and faith are I, I awesome mean, we, we started yellowstone
0: in an attempt to prepare to watch 1883 which apparently you don't have to do yeah you don't have to do last night we almost did it but we okay. got in bed a little too late like yeah. i can't watch stuff like that right before i go to sleep if i'm gonna like watch- what like anything violent, any because I'm a dreamer. Oh, okay. But what's interesting is Yellowstone is yet to invade my dreams. Huh? Which like even the weirdest things, yeah. like even like Letters to the Boys of the that yeah. I loved, whatever yeah. that movie. Yeah. I can never get that title yeah, yeah. right, but I love that movie. I'll have a dream about that, you know. But like I haven't about Yellowstone, which is really yes. is super interesting. interesting. I don't know. You get it. Our lives are our
1: real lives yes. are stressful enough. Yes, I intentionally do not invite fake yeah. stress. Do you know what's interesting is I'm I'm not going to say what it is because it doesn't matter, but I've been watching a series and I finished it last night and I felt weird in my house. And I was like, why do I feel weird? Like I'm totally safe. My door's been locked. My alarm yeah. is on. And I just, ha- and so I just asked the Lord, like, why do I feel weird? And it was because of what I had watched. And it wasn't that like necessarily I like invited evil into my right, house right, right, or no, anything no, no. like that. But I just felt like the Lord went like, that affected you. Yeah. And there's two left of the series I'm watching. And I'm like, I'm just going to make a choice yep. to not finish, even though I really want to. Because I'm like, I don't want to feel like that for two more nights. Nope. I've felt like that, done that so many different times. And, and I've ignored firm... it before, too. Yeah,
0: I'm We're consumers. And I think yeah. we now we're addicts actually to consumption like yeah, none of us that's interesting whether it's uh social media consumption if it's food consumption television we're consuming yeah constantly like we just yes. don't know how to sit yes and it's like okay well if i was eating cake all day is it is it enjoyable yeah but i'll feel like garbage yes yes and it's the same thing and i am no pro in this i'm like i was actually going to ask you because you're so disciplined, especially for a seven.
1: Yeah. Thanks.
0: I'm like, teach me your ways. Like, (laughs) like, I'm a three. I should be disciplined. I'm not. I'm like, just not. I'm like, I'm goal oriented and whatever. And I'll get there and I'll work really hard and
1: borderline burnout. Yeah. And then go back to not doing anything. Yeah. Part of it is the live and learn thing, right? Is going like, I have, I've known a life where I was not disciplined and it did not serve me. And I have done this thing, whatever this is, like whatever my life is. I've done this without a team and without help and without discipline, and it didn't yield the results that I believed I wanted. And so then you have to just switch things up. So part of it is that. Part of it is that while I am a identify most as an Enneagram seven, I have a lot of eight behaviors. While I have seven motivations, I don't want to be in pain. My course, sin is gluttony beyond food and drink. It is like, can I stay at your house all day? Can I, you know, can we watch all the movies? Can I go on the whole tour with y'all? I mean, this is Russell. I, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. I, I am literally never satisfied. One of the things that people say about our personality type is that it feels like there's always holes in the bucket, and that no matter how much water we put in, we are constantly realizing. It's leaking out, it's leaking out, it's leaking out. We don't want all because we want to be full. We want all because we feel like it's emptying too quickly. Yeah. My anecdote for that is slowing down. And I mean, I have a tattoo that says, savor this. And I'm going, whatever this is, I have to savor it. So I'm getting to the disciplines of this. The disciplines around slowing down and the disciplines around being organized are me saying back to the world, you don't decide what I need. You don't decide what, it is not the world's to tell me what to panic about. And it is not the world's to tell me what speed I should be going. Because that is a scarcity mindset. And I want, (laughs) I don't always, I looked at Instagram all morning instead of having a quiet time, right? Like (laughs) I hear myself, you know, I'm not married yet. You know this. I can do this with men where I start being like, oh, you want to text all the time. Why? The discipline around how much to text or to Mm -hmm. call or to send a meme or whatever. The discipline conversation with myself is why? Is it because of how much you like him? Great. Go for it. Mm. Is it because you feel scarcity and you feel nervous? Nervous isn't the right word because that sounds like butterfly. You feel scared that you are losing. Yes that there's holes in the bucket. So I better put another text in because there's holes in the bucket. Mm. And so even that kind of discipline is like, no, actually, you're not going to text him till tomorrow. Not because of anything I feel about him, whoever the him is today. Right, right. (laughs) Which we'll get to. (laughs) Yeah, It's not because of that. It's because I need to say to myself, you cannot lose what God has for you. Right. And so it can't Put slip it on through your book. fingers. Yeah. I have to make decisions and discipline behaviors that say, you can go to work at 9 a.m. You won't lose the fun that God has for you by going to work. Wow. And you can work out today and you can eat well today and you can't. These decisions you make are, I'm just not naturally good at long-term decisions. I'm really good at sprinting. I'm not good at marathons. Yeah. Wow. So, and I'm good at marathons. Russ is good at sprinting. Right. So I'm doing yeah. these brownies, brownies, <laughs> brownies on my forehead because I'm realizing there are more lines and I'm really trying. I'm like in a very active moment in my life of trying to figure out how to age well. Yeah. Aren't and we how all? to age well when you're not married yet. Yeah. It's a very interesting
0: well, I think Experiment. you're doing great.
1: Oh, you're very kind. No, I'm
0: serious. Thank you. I was, just, I was honestly
1: just admiring your like under eyes. I was like, they're Thank so smooth. You. Oh, that's your And I'm I'm working through what do I want to do to my face and what do I not want to right, do to my yeah, face. Right. And so I've tried these frowny things, right? Yeah. I tried these frownies and I took them off this morning, first night. And I was like, Matt, nah, no different. I'm like, Annie, the actual thing of skincare is it's the rest of your life. You don't get this picture of what would I be like if I didn't do this and what will I be like if I do? And the same is true with our spiritual disciplines and the same is true with what we eat and the same is true with who we spend our time with. You know, you've said to me, we are the conglomeration of the five people we spend the most time with. Unfortunately, when it comes to life, you don't get a picture of the two paths to decide who you want to be. But Scripture says, if you walk with the wise, you grow wise, and a companion of fools suffers harm. So there's your two paths, right? But when it comes to skincare, and when it comes to (laughs) quiet times, and when it comes to how you work out, you don't quite have those two paths as clearly. I have to actively choose disciplines that will matter to me in the long run, even though I didn't take the frownies off today, and every line is gone (laughs) from my face. Well, I said the
0: same thing to our friend Allie. She was frustrated that she didn't know as much about the Bible the minute she became a believer— like you and I have. And she's a fantastic hairdresser here in Nashville at the dry house. Y'all probably know who she is. And I was like, Allie, I can't walk into the dry house and mix the perfect blonde and do it tomorrow. Yes, I've never done that. That's right. Like you have time in, you have trial and error and time. And I was
1: like, I have so much error in my trial and error. There are a couple of people really close in my life who've asked me to do their weddings and I'm ordained through our church. And so I've done the classes and all the, all the things. So I can do weddings and funerals in Tennessee. And I sat with a couple last night, and we were talking about sex. Uh And we were talking about how if you've chosen not to have sex until you get married, when you get married, you do not know how to mix the perfect blonde. Yeah, right. Right? Exactly. So there has to be this conversation to people that are getting married and haven't had sex before marriage of... You need to understand that you don't know how to do this because you've seen it on TV or because your friends right. have talked about it or because you're a person in a body. Exactly. There are some things that are going to come natural, and there are other things yeah. that are. you are going to have to give yourself permission to learn. Yeah. So whether it's our faith or our relationships or our bodies or how who does our hair— We have all got to go like, this is a long commitment we're Mm -hmm. making to ourselves and to each other. And I will do whatever it takes to learn and to get there. Yeah. And the good news is you have the rest of your life. (laughs) The rest of your life. To learn the Bible. Yes. To learn how to have sex with your spouse. Yes. To learn how How to, how you love to eat, how your body responds to certain food. Working
0: out. That's my, I'm like, I don't see a result. And I'm like, "Ah, I'm over it. Right. I'm like, I need to just do something for 20 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's yes. like, I, I read this, well, I got this weird app that like gives you spark notes of books. Oh, cool, yeah. I don't know if that's offensive because you're no. an author.
1: But... No, <laughs> it will be once you're an author, but yeah. it isn't now. It's fine with me. But it it was great. I
0: did one that it was a book I had read. Yeah, to just to see the vibe. Brilliant. But it was like six minutes and it's audio or written. Oh, cool. But it was called Headway. There was one called Mini Habits. Yeah. And it was like, the difference is people mistake motivation for discipline. People mistake
1: motivation for discipline. So you're like, I'm not motivated to work out.
0: I don't feel like it. But discipline is like, I don't feel like it, but I'm going to choose it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was like out of those little mini things, like making your bed every day, you're accomplished. Or like this morning, we woke up and our kitchen wasn't clean from last night. And I wanted to do it last night, but we were tired. Yeah. And then this morning I said to Russ, I was like, we have to stop doing this because Mm. we wake
1: up behind. See, I'm the opposite. I wake up and my tea takes water boiling and then six minutes of steeping, and that's when I clean my kitchen. See, but it was like not not
0: unloading the dishes. Like it was like dirty. Happy. Oh, it was like
1: pasta still yeah, on the stove. Yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. I love yeah. y'all so much. I was like, Great. I was like,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> like we get like I we unload the. Typically, the yes, goal is yes. to just unload clean dishes in the morning. Yeah, yes. but no, we had to do that and then load what was dirty. Yeah. And like it was, you know, it was just like yes. we can't start our day
1: behind. I'm just too tired at night. That doesn't feel behind to me. I'm going, in the morning, Whoa. I'll clean the kitchen. But if it, I believe you if you feel that.
0: Well, yeah. And I was like, this is a little habit that means so much to me. Oh, yeah. That like I wake up and everything feels fresh. On the bus? Yes. Are you in charge of cleaning the kitchen on the bus? Yeah. So my mom tours with us. Yes. We could not survive without her. Yes. And she typically, like the angel, She she's an Enneagram too. Yeah. So obviously so. she lives on the bus and she thanks me when she gets off at the end <laughs> of the weekend. I'm like, mom, No. <laughs> (laughs) Like, thank you. Like, thank you. She's like, this means so much to me. But it's so sweet, too, because she's like 75. Yeah. I'm the youngest of six. So she's, you know, we like drove through New York. Yeah. And she was like, we took her on a on a, one of those way too expensive bike rides. Yeah. Through, through, no, no, the horse ride. Horse,
1: or horse and carriage through Central? Through
0: Central Park. Yeah. And she hadn't been there since the 80s, you know? And she was in the front when we were driving through the city, and she oh was like, gosh. it looks like the movies. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was like, awesome. I had tears in my eyes. I was like, this is so sweet. Like, the yes. memories that we're making on, like, yes. this back half
1: of her life is, yes. like, I will treasure them forever, you know? I just listened to a podcast. Maybe we can link to it in the show notes. Love it. It's from John Eldridge about numbering your days. Have Did you listen to it yet? No, but
0: I was going to say, I was like, if anyone hasn't started listening to Annie's podcast, just start with the John Eldridge episodes.
1: Like uh, I thought that this morning. Yeah, he's he, awesome. His voice is so calming. Yes, and I find his podcast to be... Really teaching. It really mm. teaches me. But uh, this episode about numbering your days, this is it literally the we're having one conversation with 18 spikes to it, but it's him talking to a 70 year old and saying, technically, you're in the fourth quarter of your life. What do you do now? Yeah. And how do you not just retire, not retire from your job, but retire from your life and ministry? Wow! Because And the guy kept saying games are won in the fourth quarter, not in the second quarter. And you and I are in the second quarter. That just gave me chills. Right. And so then you go, I sent it to a friend of mine who just had a birthday. His birthday was last week. And we're all in the same age bracket. We're all late 30s, early 40s. And I said, I know we're not 70, but man, to hear someone 70 talk about how different they feel than when they were 40, it's so interesting to me and him saying like, how you number your days matters, and so I sat with our team yesterday at work, and I said, "We're taking a office wide Sabbath for two weeks. Yes. We're closing everything. I wanted to talk to not about Sabbath one with piece. You too. We're not doing one piece of work. We're releasing episodes of the podcast, but we're just releasing them, and we are not doing anything else. Everyone has to take two weeks off. This gives me chills. I we've love that. we've just my team's yeah. worked really hard, and so they they are also taking summer vacations. Some of them, but also we said to them eight months ago." Here are the two weeks we're all taking off. If you can vacation in the middle of that, take a vacation in the middle of that, like the rest of us, right? So I counted and I sat down yesterday and I said, we've got 76 work days till we go on Sabbath and we've got 104 days total. Discipline wise, what I said to myself is here's what I'm going to make myself do for 104 days. Not motivate, but discipline. It's not a workout. It's not an eating. It's not a quiet time. I have to plug my phone in across the room every night and drink three water bottles. Of my water. So drink 100 ounces a day. Not Those just the, at night, though, like throughout the day. Throughout the day. I was like, I would be peeing all. I would drown. I would drown myself. <laughs> yeah. So, my two goals and my two disciplines that I'm really thinking about 100 days are sleep and water. I love that. Because I lived, have lived, and you have to, we've lived in a world that has told women, diet for 100 days, exercise for 100 days, do 100 push-ups a day, do whatever. Great. Yeah. And if that's what you feel invited to by God, do you. it. Yeah. But for me, it was, can you just get better sleep? And can you drink more water? And the reason I think the scripture says to number our days is because then we can go, oh, I can choose discipline for this season. Because none of us know how many days we have, but you and I are both in quarter two of this thing. Yeah, right. We've got a lot of work left to do. And my pastor at Crosspoint, Pastor Kevin, he has a doctorate degree, which is like not necessary to be a pastor. (laughs) But what he said (laughs) is, yeah, he said, I don't want to close a door that God has opened because I don't have the papers or the the education. right. I feel the same way about our jobs where I think I need to treat my body and treat my spirit and my mind in a way that says to God, I'm going to keep this door of my health open as long as you want it open. Yeah. I don't want to be the one who closes the door and says, Well, I can't do that anymore because I can't walk because right. I, not because something happened or, but because I didn't treat myself well. Right. And I am unable to do the things I used to do. So I'm like, I've got to sleep more. Yeah. And I've got to drink more water because I'm only in the second quarter of this thing.
0: Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like when I'm running on the treadmill or something, being like, occasionally your mind just shifts into like the gratitude. I'm like, there are people who wish they could do this. Oh, I. And I'm like, what am I? And when it hits me, I'm like, what am I even doing? Why am I complaining about something Mm. that someone's praying for?
1: You know, like, why am I complaining about something someone is praying for? Whoa. I mean, somebody is are. writing that down. <laughs> Someone's writing that. Me, me. I'm not writing, that down. I am writing that down.
0: But like, you are so good at Sabbathing and yeah. that is a discipline. Did you like that? Wisconsin came out a little that. bit. That. Yeah. So hard yes. for our lives. They just yes. never stop. And that's right. We had to have a conversation with management, and we're like, "Hey, Sundays are our Saturday. Yeah, we, that's when we get home. That's the beginning of our weekend. Yes, Mondays. I know you guys are getting back in the office. We need a sa- we need a, we need a Sabbath. More. Yes, yes. We need a, a day." We don't hear from anybody because, you yes. know, everyone's trying to knock out their to-do list, feeling productive yes. on a yes. Monday. And yes. I we're like drowning. Right. We feel like we never stop. But you put your phone away like Sabbathing. Talk my people through what well, a when, true Sabbath is. When
1: people talk to me about my business, the companies we run, and people say things like, how do I da-da-da-da, I'm telling you the two things besides hard work. Yeah, and the right team around you. The two things that have always gone on behind the scenes that I think have created any amount of success I have are tithing and Sabbath. Yeah, Because both of those things ask us to give up a piece of what we have, believing that God can fill beyond what we gave, Hmm. right? And so that's true in time. So money, everybody gets that. But in time, that's true too. Pastor Kevin says, God can do more in six days than you could ever do in seven. And so I have to choose, because... Everyone who's listening, all of our lives are 24-7 if we have a phone. Yeah. Because you can read news 24-7. You can be on Instagram 24-7. You can make TikToks 24-7. You can check your email 24-7. You can do Wordle (laughs) 24-7. There is nothing that is not available to us all the time right now. Food, drink, entertainment, all available to us all the time. Always. Consumerism. So John Mark Comer teaches. He's out of Portland. He teaches that, and I and I believe this, but this is an extreme statement. Maybe I don't know. I actually don't think (laughs) it's an extreme statement. It's going to sound like it, but when we purchase seven days a week, we're requiring people to work seven days a week, so we're an active part of slavery, oh, around the world. And there's a reason that we were only meant to produce six days a week, Mm. and we were only meant to purchase six days a week. But when we decided we needed to buy seven days a week, the world started having wow. to work seven days a week. It is a global problem yeah, that really. our lack of rest has created. Right. And, and so, so you you put your phone away, yeah, everything. Because I don't have a family in my home, right. I block all social media from... On a normal week where I'm not traveling, it's usually Friday at dinner to Saturday at dinner ish. Yeah. If I'm traveling, if I'm touring, it's Wednesdays for the same reason y'all experiences of people need a lot on Mondays. Yeah. And so I get back on a Sunday. And well, the last tour, actually, we did take two Mondays. And then, but a lot of times it's Wednesdays just yeah. because it's the middle of the week, less people need you in the middle. It works for everybody. But normally it's like Saturday. And yeah. so I, I will respond to texts and I will answer calls. I will not sit there and text everyone I've ever met and see how they are because then I'm still on my phone. Yeah. And so usually what my Sabbath rest will look like is I, because I don't have kids, I can sleep in. So Mm -hmm. I close my curtains. It's the only night I close my curtains because they're blackout curtains. Yeah. So I close them. I sleep until I'm done sleeping on Saturday morning. And then I usually read as long as I want to read. I do make some sort of breakfast that I love and take a nap sometime that day. I do exercise, but I do not track it. So I don't wear my watch or I don't do a um, class on the Peloton. So I don't do a thing that for my own mental health. Yeah. This is not a God rule. This is for my own mental yeah. health of like, can you choose exercise as a rest behavior, mm-hmm. not as a work behavior? Ooh, whoo, whoo, that's good for me right. here. So yeah. I so I that's the one day. Like I'll go to Radnor and yeah. do whatever paths I want to do, but I just don't wear my watch. Yeah. So it doesn't walk. count. Oh, yeah. Just a good walk. Love it. And then usually after lunch, I try to see people. Sabbath is about rest, worship, and celebration. Yeah. And so it is not. Famine, it's feast. You don't fast on a Sabbath, you feast. Oof. I mean, there are seasons where you're I think you need to write a whole book Sabbath. on Sabbathing. Maybe. <laughs> I would ra- what I think would be really fun would be doing some sort of really good series with all the people who are actually experts yeah. on Sabbath.
0: I mean, and I think you're,
1: you're an expert I'm just a practiced. Yeah, yeah, I have practice. It is a practice though, yeah. right? My friend Jefferson Bethke writes about it a lot. And he says, if you have a Sabbath where you end up on Instagram all day, or you sat and watched movies all day and you were telling yourself you weren't going to do technology, or, or you just take it off your calendar and you don't rest at all that week. He says that you don't stop Practicing. If we have a bad Christmas, we don't cancel Christmas for the rest of our lives. Every family has an off Christmas where someone has just passed away, or people are in an argument, or whatever. And next December twenty fifth, you still put the tree up again. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so he says you just keep going back to the practice. And so I've gotten better at the practice, and I've practiced Sabbath pretty religiously (laughs) since I went to Israel in twenty fifteen and saw it, and I read Garden City by John Mark Comer about the same time. I mean, this whole country stops. Yeah, It is traditional Jewish families, like they don't touch elevator buttons. The door opens on every floor. So they do no work. They don't use light switches. It is wild and beautiful. Yeah, Um, And so I saw that version and then I came home and was like, what does it look like to observe and to practice, but not, I'm not Jewish. Right, right. So, so yeah, and I've seen it pay off now that I've practiced it for so long when I don't, Mm-hmm. I can you I mean, can feel the deficit. You're going to be so embarrassed that I'm telling you this story. You're going to be embarrassed for me. <laughs> we had been touring all week. It was our last day. It was our first week out. There was some really interesting dynamics that had me emotionally exhausted Yeah, because of the tour before and some yeah. things that happened on the tour before that made this tour harder for mm-hmm. me. And... I had like rallied myself all week and had been like, you can do this. Look, this isn't going to hurt. This is going to be good. Yeah, Things changing are good. God has a plan and, and, and you're selling tickets and you're right. So I just busted my tail feathers for that whole first week. And we get to the Sunday show and I know Monday is my day off. And before 11am, I had said things to people, to three different people, including the pastor at the church that I had to go back and apologize for. And I was like, you're tired. you are ready for a Sabbath. And I don't know that I would have known that was what was happening if I wouldn't have been so practiced in Sabbath to go, oh, this is what happens when you don't get rest. Not when you're tired. There's a difference, right? It wasn't that I needed sleep. It's that I needed to stop working. And that included the emotional work I was doing too. So I was like, I mean, I was so embarrassed going to that pastor. I was like, hi, I know we met today. I should not have said that thing. That was Uh, unkind, and I was being judgmental. And the thing that I was complaining about, I should just do because it's the right thing to do. And I'm really sorry that I said that in front of you. And— I hope you know that that's not who I want to be. I wish I could say, I hope you know that's not who I am, but that clearly is who I was. Yeah. Wow. And oh, so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing, but it's because I needed rest. Yeah. I admire that so much because
0: so many people, especially today, have a hard time apologizing and owning things and having the humility to be like, my bad. Like, I'm so sorry. And as you were saying that, I was like, this is actually a really common thread in my friendships. As you were saying that, I was like, I'm so glad we're friends. Like, and then I was you. like, most of the people I've chosen, and we, we've talked about Friday night friends. Yes, yes, yes. We want to Are talk about that. About
1: I love Friday night friends.
0: Like choosing your community. And like, as you were saying that, I was like, I'm so glad you're my community that like my friends, I was like, I just rattled through my head, all my friends. And I was like, they do that. They do that. They do that. And I think that's what breeds healthy community.
1: Yes. Telling the truth when you're right and when you're wrong. Yes. You know, I mean, I think it's hard to tell the truth when you're right too. Also. True. And going like, I don't think you want to do that. Yeah. Or I think you should really do that. Mm-hmm. And we have a friend who's trying to decide about going to school to be a counselor. And we are all just like pushing her mm-hmm. as hard as we can to be like, everything, every reason you're saying no is fear. Oh, yeah. Every reason you say yes lights you up. Yep. And so it's, wow. it's also hard to tell people what's true. Yes. Right? Right.
0: We'll get right back to the show, but first, I want to introduce you to Everly Well, one of our incredible sponsors. I don't know about you, but with each passing year, I personally want to know more about my body, wanting clarity, and more understanding about my health and wellness. Everly Well at-home lab tests give you physician-reviewed results and personalized insights so you can take action on your health and wellness, all at an affordable and transparent cost. With over 30 tests, you'll be able to choose the ones that make the most sense for you. Food sensitivity, metabolism, stress, sleep, and thyroid are just a few of the many options. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships your at-home lab test straight to you with everything you need for a simple sample collection. Using the prepaid shipping label, mail your test back to a certified lab. Within days, your physician-reviewed results and insights are sent to your device. Then you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide your next steps. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing. For Coffee with Kaylee listeners, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com cwk. That's Everlywell.com slash CWK for 20% off your at home lab test. Everlywell.com slash CWK. Now back to Annie.
1: Okay, Friday Night Friends. Friday Night Friends. So this is stems from your Sabbath, actually. Yeah, totally. And it's and it goes back. I used to teach elementary school before this was my job, before I was an author, speaker, podcast host, whatever, all Can the you things
0: mind? that I am. Like I didn't know that I didn't know the elementary school teacher, Annie. Yeah. And I'm like, I would, but you can see it, right? Oh my gosh, yes. If you were Remington's teacher someday, I would have died. Oh, I would have been it. like, will you just come over for dinner every Listen, single depending night? depending
1: on what happens with inflation and et cetera, I may be Remington's teacher someday. I may will be the just homeschool the teacher. Of- yes. When all that happened in 2020, I felt so for teachers and just like, yeah, I know a lot of teachers who ended up leaving the profession and doing homeschool co-ops and that kind of stuff. And I was like, I was built to do this. I have another job. You basically did that. You started yeah.
0: your mini book clubs on yeah, Monday nights. Right. That's right. I did. You're right. I really went back right. You're Back
1: to reading to children. <laughs> so this was true when I was teaching school too, before Sabbath was really even a conversation in my faith life. To me, when you get to Friday night, I am not ready. I'm not like a go out on Friday night person. I'm a go yeah. out on Saturday night person or Thursday night actually. But Friday nights, I'm really tired. And I love Saturday mornings. Who I am with on Friday night is honestly the people I'm most comfortable with and the people I feel the most me around. Mm. And so a couple of months ago, you were like, do you want to come over? And I was like, yes, y'all are Friday night friends. I I didn't know what an honor that was. (laughs) Oh my gosh, get out of here. My honor to get to come over. But I just was like, that is a thoughtful night to me. Like I don't put things on my calendar on Friday nights, except Russell Dickerson at the Ryman Auditorium. Well, yeah. But I don't like Friday nights are not the night that I am when I'm thinking of Someone texts and says, let's go to dinner. I'm not going to offer Friday to someone that I don't feel like I rest with them. So. For us, that's a Sunday
0: night friend. Ah, okay. That's a fresh off the road. We're yes. exhausted. Yes. But we kind of need some of our but people. But you need somebody. Yeah. You know? Do y'all
1: go to church on Sundays or on Tuesdays? We are
0: figuring that out. Like everybody, we all online thing became so convenient. But for us, what ended up happening is for health reasons, our son, every time we take him, ends up getting sick in oh, no. kids' no. Yeah, of just course. he's a little kid. Yes, you know. And the problem with that is if he comes back and gives it to Russell, Russell can't sing and Russell can't do his job. Wow, it's layered. And yeah. so what I think what we're going to try to start doing is going doing Tuesday night date night because we're bad at prioritizing both of these things. Oh wow! And doing Tuesday night date night, go to dinner. And then go to church and have a babysitter for one thing That's so that brilliant. he's not getting sick. We're not like every date night has to be just the two of us. We're cool with totally. a to double date. Yeah.
1: Because we spend... Or what about a third wheel? Because yes, I would love to go to dinner and then go to on a please. Tuesday night.
0: For us, like we're together 24-7. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, if you work a nine to five, you have to have a date night every week. Yeah. But I'm like, we talk all day every day. We get to date night and we're like... So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not What's the One thing we haven't discussed What's the today one thing? Yeah. because we just
0: talk. We go for walks every day. We yeah. try to, and like that's a form of exercise. And we just yeah. talk about yeah. stuff, you know. So it's not necessary. But I'm like, now that we have a kid, I'm like, we do need to prioritize that because yes. now our dinners are with someone throwing food at us. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know?
1: But that's really smart to do both of those. Anyway, in one night. I think
0: that's gonna be our plan. But yeah. we have. There's plenty of times the bus has just dropped us off Sunday morning, waits oh there, we gosh. come back. Uh-uh. Off. <laughs> yeah. But like we've done that for sure. But it's oh it's when he, he started going to the kids' church thing that it got complicated with yeah. us touring and yeah. blah blah. But yeah, so for us it's Sunday night friends. Yeah. And that's our like, we need a refill. Yeah. You are filling to us. Yes. What would you say to someone trying to build community? Like, what are the markers that you look for? Yeah. Of, like,
1: we could be Friday night friends or yes. Sunday night friends. Yes. I love being friends with anybody. I like yeah. being friends with... We don't have to agree on just about nothing for us to be friends. Yeah. Like, if you want we to be are friends, I probably same. do too, right? Yeah. When it comes to that deeper community, there are some things we need to agree on. Yeah. Because what is going to happen with the people who you're in deeper community with is they are going to need to know when things aren't okay. And if there aren't some basic shared ideals inside of that, it's really hard to say when things aren't okay. Yeah. Because the advice you get back doesn't match your map for your life right for my closest community it needs to be people who are sharing some degree of my faith yeah who believe in jesus and recognize that that's who we've given our lives to yeah in a sacrificial costly way and in a way that goes like yeah i bet you aren't getting everything you want yeah i do have friends that talk a lot about the language of what we deserve And I'm okay with that. That's a great conversation to have with a friend. But a Friday night friend like you are going to say to me, I bet that did break your heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I bet this isn't going the way you thought. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry. That is what I, and I'm sorry. And this is what we've signed up for, giving our lives to someone else. Yeah. And not giving our lives to ourselves. And this sucks. You're also not going to hear
0: me berate the other person. So you feel better. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, totally. there, There is that culture of believers that as we should be, I don't know if that they uh-huh. all are, uh-huh. and I'm guilty of it too, but like trying to make someone feel better, you're not going to just tear the house down that they built. That's right. And yeah, looking them in the eye and calling them up yes. to something and being like, yes. you know what, we actually deserve nothing.
1: And that's what our, and that's that's what okay. our Friday night friends have to be for us, is yeah. to go like, when I'm with a friend who I know is a Friday night friend, but they're not walking in who they can be, when they're not making the choices that reflect who they've said they want to be, or when I am not making the right. choices that reflect who I've said I, yeah. I want to be, then those are the friends who can go like, hey, you can do whatever you want. You're a grown adult you, who has your own bank account and your yeah. own car and <laughs> you have your own decisions to make. <laughs> but I do remember you telling me who you want to be. Yeah. And the decisions you're making today aren't aligning with who you want to be. Yeah. And they're also the ones that you go like, hey, what are we going to do on next New Year's? Because I uh, don't want to feel speeding? this and I do want
0: to do what? I want to go roller skating. On
1: New Year's? Yeah. Okay. I, I want it to be
0: my, my birthday right. party.
1: Okay. Great. So reserve New Year's okay. for me next year. <laughs> Great. I'm very interested. I did not know that that was going to prophetically work out like that, but here we go. And so, and I think people who are looking for that community, the only way you figure out who fits there is trying. Yeah. Jenny Allen had a book come out called Find Your People. Have you read it yet? No. Oh, it is so good. So everyone should read Find yes. Your People. Yes. But Great. I asked Jenny, when you want to build community when is it yours to go first and when is it yours to wait and she said it's always yours to go first oh. and that is really hard and that is not fun because for some personalities there is nothing interesting about always having to pursue community because you're more shy or more introverted or tired or real yeah. busy or the reality is is if everyone is taking the posture of i'm going to be the one who reaches out first everyone gets reached out to if you want to find community yes. start sending Sending text, not waiting on text. Woo! Come on, that's visit. it. Because yeah, we it. wait, we feel lonely in our church, but we also haven't asked anybody to get coffee. And we wish we were going on dates or wish we were married, but we're not doing anything to put ourselves in that position, whether it is online dating or being in a small group at church or telling your friends, I'm interested in being set up or whatever, right? Yeah. Or asking someone out. That's so funny. I always say, don't pursue,
0: but position yourself. That's it. When are you going to write your book about all this? (laughs) taking one more quick break to tell you about another one of our amazing sponsors that I personally love. Green Chef, I love Green Chef because it makes cooking meals for me and my family simple. It's so convenient having every meal pre-portioned with an easy to follow recipe. I spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home cooked meals with restaurant quality taste and no hassle. So forget the long lines at the grocery, Green Chef will save you time meal planning, prepping, and shopping all together and deliver right to your door. Because Green Chef offers a wide variety of organic ingredients and sustainably sourced produce, you can feel good about what you're eating and how it got to your table. I'm always trying to make healthier and more conscious food choices for me and my family. My husband and I love spending time in the kitchen together. It is our favorite. There's so many recipes from Green Chef that we've enjoyed, but two personal fam favorites, if you're picking them out, were the beef cavatappi skillet and the teriyaki pork fried rice. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, so go to greenchef.com slash 130 and use the code coffeewithkaylee130 to get $130 off, plus free shipping. You have stewarded singleness so beautifully, in my opinion. Oh, thanks. Like, even your... I mean, because you and Russell have walked it up close with me for years. It has been an honor. And no, seriously, like, first of all, it's my favorite thing to talk about. That's why I'm writing about a book about it. Like, I love talking about relationships and, like, just cheering you on. Thanks. Just your positivity in the midst of it and not having the thought process, which you could have a bin to do, that your bucket's empty. Yeah, That, like, you look around and you cherish your community Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and value your community so much. When I look at you, I see overflowing. I see nothing empty. Yeah. And I just admire that so much about you and how you've gone about it all. Like, you don't complain about it. You don't grumble about it. You're like, I'll be third
1: wheel. You know what I mean? (laughs) But, like, I... Because I'm just not going to miss out on fun experiences because I don't have a partner.
0: You just steward it so well. What is your advice to people that are just like you that I think are... Beyond worthy of love, beyond like worthy to share life with an incredible person. What's your advice to them on keeping your head up? Yeah. Feeling like you're still enough alone because yeah. you are more than enough alone. Mm-hmm. And, but also not settling. And that is what yeah. I'm so. Proud of you for oh thanks. I can't wait to meet I whoever yeah. gets to love you. I oh, thanks. I'm so excited. Yeah.
1: I thought we were gonna bring him a few times. A few times I've been like, We're no. gonna cross over the Dickerson <laughs> threshold. Nope. <laughs> nope. He never makes the cut. That's the line. He's never made that cut. You know, I think there's an interesting thing because so of our friends listening, The Married's and the singles Yeah. To the singles, there are some who are 20 and some who are 40 and some who are 70. And I don't know what it's like to be 70 and single yet, but I know what it's like to fit in the other two categories to be in your, I'm 41. So to be in your 40s and single and 30s and single and 20s single being unmarried. And the interesting thing is the pain is not that different. Mm. And 20 year olds would tell you, well, I just don't want to be 40 and not married. Please, Lord, don't let me because how will I ever? The pain is not different. Mm. It feels... Just the same. Wow. I think there are different heartaches along the way, but there's also gifts now that weren't existent in my life when I was 22 and not married yet, right? When I was 22 and not married yet, a lot of my friends weren't married yet either. There was a lot of guys around that were age appropriate options because I was in college and so were they. So there was a lot of stress and drama and nobody had any kids. So we had lots of going out and weird hours and trips. The gift now is. There's family, Mm -hmm. and there's stability, and there's variety, and there's miracles in every season, and there's pain in every season. But I honestly have not found it to be more extreme pain Mm -hmm. than the pain I thought at 22 being single would get increasingly worse. Mm -hmm. I've not found that to be true today. So my advice would be, if you want to get married, then you should be most of the time trying to be dating. Yeah. If you don't want to get married, don't date. If you don't want to get married, don't date because it's unfair to the partner that you are with. Absolutely. Who probably wants to get married. But if you want to be married, then you should be taking steps toward that position, not pursuit, if you're the female. If you're but, a boy, pursue please. all day. Yeah, baby. yeah, because that's yeah. who you want to be, and that's who she wants you to be. And and you know me, you know me really well. And this is true about your personality too. But I am a pursuer as a person. Yeah, I pursue my friends. I pursue opportunities. That's how I run two companies. That's how I have the friend group that I have. I have a pursuant personality when it comes to dating. Hmm. So I don't change who I am. I just have to temper how that plays out while we figure out who we are. Because not every man I go on dates with deserves the level of pursuit and friendship that I give. Yeah. And
0: intimacy, like just emotional intimacy too, which can be so hard for us. Like Christian
1: girls who like want to talk about our feelings and let everybody in and, you know. I mean, I remember I went on a second date with a guy. And and the next day he texted me and apologized. I think we held hands. I mean, we did not put our paws (laughs) on each other. And the next day he apologized. He texted and apologized. He was like, I'm really sorry about last night. I feel like we went too far. And I was like, was I there? Is he talking to me? And he said, if we'd have gone as far physically yesterday as we did emotionally, you'd be pregnant. And he was like, and I should have never let us there. And me, I was like, I loved it. <laughs> I had up last. Yeah. And we talked about everything. I'm like, is this guy still available? Can we? Yes, but no. Okay. Yes, yes, but he's not married. And I thought, man, that is such a, I didn't like it at all. But I thought the emotional intimacy that we're willing to give that, that is actually more parallel with physical and spiritual intimacy, we need to be as thoughtful about all three. My counselor says there's like a fader, like we use a music that, you know, the bass player goes up and then the vocals go up and whatever. So there's four levers, time, commitment, emotional, physical. And they should all go up at the same time for a healthy relationship. Wow. So if time is way up, but but commitment's way low, then you're not in a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. If physical's way up and commitment's way up, but you're not emotional at all, or you're not spending any time together, what is this? Wow. Right? That is really good. And so time, commitment, emotional, physical. Jennifer Van Orman, she's amazing. (laughs) So I think about those four all the time. And that guy said to me, our commitment is low. Our time is actually low. Our physical is low, and our emotional is off the charts. This
0: isn't healthy. Does he go to the same therapist? How did he know that? Uh,
1: <laughs> I think we had talked about it, but yeah, I was like, But it, what if he had? What that, if he just used the same? I know. I, I, You're I, like, oh, I, we're seeing the same thing every time I bring a new guy to my therapist. I not physically, but in conversation, I'll say, so this is Chris. Are you counseling people who are also dating him right now? <laughs> and is he a client of yours? <laughs> and she's always like, I know the name. Like that's uh-uh. not the most she can do. Like, hip-hop. Or she'll say, if she sees him, she will tell me. Yeah, Which has I happened one time where she's like, yeah, I actually have seen him as a client. You should probably talk to him about what y'all want to do about this. Oh, my uh, word. I anyway, know, isn't that funny? That is but funny. aren't those four so helpful in so dating? Helpful. And so you just go like, because a lot of Christians will let time And emotion go really high and keep physical at zero. Yeah. And that's not right either. Right. Right. And neither should be snuggling on the couch. You know? Right. Let them all four move at the same pace. Hmm. The relationships were those all are in alignment as, be, I mean, you know, they're not exactly equal, blah, blah, blah. Right, as right, those right. I was going to say, I was like, as... I definitely would keep physical lower, but not at zero. Totally. That's exactly You know, exactly like right. you should be making well, out. Well, the and... physical should also be lower because the commitment's going to be lower. Right. When the commitment goes all the way up, physical can go yeah, all the way exactly, up. But, yeah, exactly, But yeah, those two need to mirror each other pretty closely. Yeah. And emotional can go a little bit higher and yeah. time can go as high as you want it to. Yeah. Just recognize the best friend thing can happen where y'all are spending all your time together and there's zero commitment, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, right. Someone is having feelings that they're not talking about if the time is all the way up and the commitment's low. Because then the time goes all the way up, the commitment's low, the emotional's high, the physical's low, and then you've got her getting asked out by someone else, and he gets upset. Hmm. Or, as what happens a lot, he starts dating someone, and she thought they were dating. Yes. Yes. She thought they were one conversation from getting engaged Ooh, and they have never wow. made out, right? Oh, wow. She wow. thought they were about to mm-hmm. and they aren't about to wow. because all he was doing was putting the time up and the emotional up. He never put the commitment up. I
0: have so many examples of relationships
1: just rolling <laughs> through my head. All, as he of, them saying
0: that. No, all not of them might. All Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. no, no. I mean, that's why I started writing my book was yeah. I was watching this girl in college. She was all physical. Yep. And time, no commitment, no emotional. Yes. With the same dude all through college, every party they yep. would end up together. Yep. Then they'd be fighting. Then it was over back together. I saw her four years after college at a bachelorette party. Mm. I was like, how are you doing? Are you yeah. dating anyone? Whatever. And she was like, I am what me and insert name, whatever we Chris, are. Let's yeah, Chris? Chris. We've already we love it. Chris. Yeah. It's whatever me and Chris are. And my heart went through the floor. Yes. I was like, how are we still here? Yes. This is devastating to yes. me. I couldn't shake it mm. all night. I woke up the next morning and I was like, God, I need you to take this. Mm. Like, I feel this burden so intensely. Yeah. And he, in his kindness, was like, I gave it to you for a reason. Wow. Do something about it. Yes. And yes. I was like, okay. And here I am still dragging my yeah. feet, but hey, we're no,
1: getting there. You're not, you're not we're getting dragging your feet. Your time is high. Your yeah, emotions t- <laughs> high. I need you to get physical with that book and start writing it and raise that commitment. Commit. For our friends listening that find themselves in a friend relationship, right? Yes. Where they don't know what to do, or they're trying to figure out where they are. Take those four levers and sit down with the person and say, where do you think we are on these? And let me tell you where I think we are on these. Yeah. And then you go, oh, he thinks we're so much higher on commitment than we are. Great. Let's talk about it. He recognizes we are too physical. I recognize we're too physical and he thinks physical is low and this feels high for me. Yeah. Right. It's just such a, it's really helpful. That's
0: funny. I was like just processing. I was like, if I had had that conversation with Russell,
1: pretty sure it would have
0: freaked him the frick out. Really? Oh yeah. Cause his commitment was zero. Yeah. His commitment was, I am one foot in one foot out, which is always surprising to people Mm -hmm. because he's Mm -hmm but like you like all sevens not all sevens but healthy sevens yeah you're hesitant until you're when you're all in bye bury yeah. me in the ground next to you yes, you know yes, what i mean yes. like but until you're there yeah. it is touch and go yeah that's right somehow intrinsically knew he would be like that yeah we didn't have enneagram tools no, back no, then no, right i just knew I, it couldn't be too much i was like how would i have had that conversation i kept waiting for him to bring it up yeah and I remember I said a timeline, an imaginary timeline that I didn't tell him. Mm. And I was like, I will give him three months. Mind you, we weren't kissing. We weren't doing it. We were just yeah. hanging out all the time, kind of seeing where we were at. Yep. And I was like, I'm giving him three months to make me his girlfriend. Mm. And if he doesn't, I'm going to walk. Yeah. And I'm going to tell him, be like, hey, I, yes. I, I gave you this amount of time. Yes. And if part of that feels unfair to not tell him, but like, I was like, I'm praying he rises to the occasion. hmm and I believe God can lead him there mm-hmm. and show him,
1: and then I can move on. I just don't want to be stuck in this. Land. And you walked with me as I just did the same thing where yeah. I had to, I said, if not this by then, I'm gone and yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. And it's awful and I'm I sad. Know. But he did not meet the reasonable expectation. It was yes. not an unreasonable expectation. He did not meet a reasonable expectation of relationship. Yeah. And that. You and me and yeah. my therapist and my closest <laughs> Friday night friends yeah. had all said, this is a reasonable thing to ask of a person. Yeah. And he knew my expectation, not that I, there was a timeline, but I had expressed, hey, I need this. Yeah, And then in my head, I thought, well, he has till then to meet this need. Yeah. And he didn't. And yeah. so I had to walk and it's terrible. Yeah. So sometimes you draw that line and you get exactly what you wanted. And sometimes mm-hmm. you draw that line and you get nothing that you wanted. Yeah. And both times for you and for me, drawing that line was right. It was. It so was right because I also gave
0: Russ a second chance because you know, yeah. we broke up and yeah. like that's kind of why I was like, is the homeboy still a like right. I was like, this emotionally intelligent gentleman? Is he still available? <laughs>
1: right. Can I just loop back around? Yeah. Can that's you loop exactly back right. to that
0: person who realized emotions and intimacy? And yes, like there's such a value to a dude who gets that. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks. I really freaking am. Like you are such a beacon of light and hope, even when like things seem hard and feel hard. And I love that you're in our corner. Like, oh my gosh, yes. There's been people in our lives warning us of like, don't be around all yes people, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, believe me. Like I have put in my life on purpose. Yes. Non-yes people. And you are one of those.
1: (laughs) Thank you. you I feel the same about you. You and Russell have so much permission in my life to say everything that you need to say about what you see me doing. And there's about maybe eight of y'all. And that's one of the benefits (laughs) of being unmarried and not married yet, as I like to say, is I have to put women and men In places in my life that give them authority. Not that y'all are the bosses of me, but you do have authority to speak into my life Mm. because otherwise I can hide everything, Mm. right? Living without a spouse in your home, you can hide a lot of things. Yeah. So I'm like, no, there's a handful of people that have the authority to keep me from hiding.
0: Yeah. And you did say something that we've actually talked about too just that distinction of unmarried versus not married yet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember this was like, forever go. I was in yeah. our old
1: house when I called yes, you.
0: Yes. And I was like, hey, I just felt like the Lord just told me we need to break off some word curses. Yes.
1: That is when I changed what I say, because I'm also not 42 yet. Right. But I really hope I get to be forty two. It's supposed to be in July, right? And according <laughs> right. to every science that I know, it will happen. My calendar and physical, right. says that that will happen. But it's not promised to me, right? But it's what I hope happens. Exactly. So I'm not forty two yet, but I sure hope on it. And I'm not married yet. Yeah, but I hope on it. And stewarding
0: those words and yeah. and breaking off things oh, that man, you've I remember spoken that so clearly. Yes, like or what other people have spoken to yeah. you. You might yeah. have spoken well. But a friend would be like, oh, she'll never get married. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. we have to come against some of these word yes. curses because yes. she, w- she
1: will if yes. she desires, if the Lord desires. Yes. yes. We're not going to block it on our end. That's right. I'd rather die full of hope and the Lord and I have to look each other in yeah. the eyes and be like, who's holding this one? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> He's like, by it's... the way, I was always the groom. And yeah. you're like, yeah, I know. I okay. Know, I know. But I would like a tangible yeah. one. Yeah, that's right. Here if I can. I, I would rather be full of hope till the end, which you have to fight for Mm -hmm. and you have to like choose than to go, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to want anymore because when you stop wanting food is when you lose nutrition and nutrients and your body wastes away, Mm. right? When people stop wanting to eat and drink is what we say happens at the end of their life. When we stop our desires, we actually don't get healthy. We get emaciated. Wow. And I can't do that to my hope. And no. so we're going to keep feeding Woo! hope. We're going to keep Preach feeding it. hope and hope that someday that looks like marriage. I hope yeah. it does. You know what? We're praying for it. That's right. I know y'all Coffee are. Coffee with Kayliers. We're gonna.
0: We're going to pray him in. We're going to pray, pray him in, in. baby. Let's pray him in. And I, Bless his heart. You know, we're just praying them all. And yeah. he gives you the desires of your heart. Yes. Right? Yes. And everyone's like, thinks that he's just going to give you what you want. But that's not true. Like right. the desire you have in your heart yes. is from him too. Yes, that's right. And so that's if you right. desire a husband or a spouse, like, that matters. That matters. There's that a reason. Really matter. And if yeah. you don't, and if you don't desire kids, God's taking you on right. your own thing. That's right. That's exactly but, right. like if he's given you that desire, I can't help but
1: believe he's going to give it to you. There is something to the reason you desire what you desire. Absolutely. And so so I would even say to our friends is they when they come to your live events, when they come to the Coffee with Kaylee gatherings, like if that's what you're praying for, if you have a desire that's unmet, just tell Kaylee. Yes, please. Just like say it. So in yeah. that moment, you can go, Lord, give it to him. Yeah. Right. Like that's we want it to be a place of testimonies, too. Yes. I believe
0: that. I receive that yeah. prophetic word. Yeah. That's going to happen. Let's do it. We'll just go around and do prayer requests. I literally said imagine. after the first one, I was like, it was basically a small group. Yeah. The only thing I didn't do was prayer requests. <laughs> so now we're, we're adding now it. I did it. We're I adding your prayer requests to it. That's exactly right. <laughs> I love you so. I love you too. Thanks, Thanks for having you me. For being here. Of You're course. You're the best. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode with my girl, Annie. Next week, we have everyone's favorite guest, my husband, Russell Dickerson. We've had a whirlwind couple of months, and we can't wait to catch you up on our tour in Europe, his sold-out night at the Ryman a couple weeks ago that had us all in tears. We just love you guys. Can't wait to talk to you next week.